you heard correctly, it is a Q&A on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. You're with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And a very, very good evening. Let me tell you immediately that we are live in studio this evening. So send us your questions uh, very quickly via the SMS line on the number 47913. That is uh, 47913. And joining me uh, uh, on the line from Johannesburg, none other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan, brother Muhammad Zain. Barakallah fikum. MashaAllah. And uh, indeed, we are grateful that the Almighty has returned you and all our other hujaj home, alhamdulillah. And we make dua that Allah grant you mufti and all our hujaj a hajj makbul and hajj mabroor, inshaAllah. Ameen, 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 ya rabbal alameen. Shukran. Afwan. So as I said, yes, we have Mufti live on the line They're from Johannesburg. So do send us your questions via the SMS line on the number 47913. That is 47913. And we'll attend to those questions, inshallah. First question this evening, Mufti. Uh, it says, can Mufti please give a breakdown? If we have three brothers and there's two sisters and we need to divide the inheritance, which way should we go, Mufti? Bismillah <laughs> Sorry, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala Rasulihi al-Kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That cough you heard, we call it a hajj cough, you know. Mm -hmm. So anyway, let's carry on with the problem we need to solve. In Islam, when a Muslim person passes away, then we follow the following sequence. Number one, the burial funeral expenses. Number two, the debts of the deceased must be paid. Number three, that dead person there, whilst he or she was alive, they might have made a wasiya for non-A's, for a masjid, a madrasa, or some person who is not an A. Then you implement that, and the maximum amount is one-third of the total estate. And the fourth is the shares of the A's. So here we have three sons, and we have two daughters. So the total share will be six shares, and, uh, sorry, eight shares. Six shares will go to the three sons, and then two shares, one one to the two daughters. So if it is 8,000 rand, so two 2,000 rand for each son, and 1,000 rand each for the two daughters. Shukran indeed. Mufti, on to our next question. A uh, gentleman says that, that he's broken his leg, and he's currently in a cast, Mufti. Does he have to perform tayammum, or can he just wipe his wet hands over the cast? My advice to you, if you can, wash all the limbs and everything, and then over the cast, you just make masa, and that will be fine. And according to the Shafi'is, if you want to practice on precaution, then you make, you make the wudu as well as you make masa over the cast, and you make tayammum as well. So in that way, you practice on both. But according to the Hanafis, if you just make masa over the cast, that will suffice. Indeed, the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on uh, the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And of course, uh, the program being QA, you can SMS us your questions uh, via the number 47913. That is 47913. And of course, yes, we are in the studio this evening live. So please uh, do send us your questions earlier. We're going to uh, pay the bills. When we come back, we continue with the program QA. <laughs>
Welcome back uh, to the Airways of uh, the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and we continue now with the program Q&A. You can still send us your questions via the SMS line on the number 47913. Uh, next question, Mufti, it says, uh, can Mufti please explain the numbers 786? Funny enough, you asked this question. We read Asur Salat and we were returning. I went with my neighbor and somebody's number plate in front of us had 786 then Sai. So I told my neighbor, did you see that number plate? He said, why? I said, some Muslims say 786 is Bismillah till the end, and Sai, the Hindu, some of them is for their God. So I wondered that person, what is he, is a Muslim or a Hindu? <laughs> Remember that this is a man-made thing to say that 786 is Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim what some ulama did, they gave, you know, every word of the Arabic alphabet, every letter of the Arabic alphabet, numerical value, abjad, so alif 1, ba 2, jim 3, then dal 4. So in that way, it carried on. And then they say, Bismillah became 786. This is man-made. There's no significance in Islam. Shikha Mufti, uh, next question. It says, Mufti, my 45-year-old son refuses to work. He's still at home. And say that his parents must provide for him. And talking nice doesn't help. We are pensioners. Can Mufti please give some advice? In a case like that, seeing that he doesn't want to listen to the parents, get the imam, a sheikh, to speak to him, and yet he doesn't want to listen, then you have all the right to evict him from your house. Remember that you should be ashamed that how can he expect his parents now to support him when he's in his 40s and so forth. He should be the one to support his old parents and take care of them and take their duas and everything. That is why Quran Karim speaks of this. When the parents, one of them or both of them reach their old age. So definitely what he's doing is unacceptable and not permissible. Shikamufti, next question. Uh, listener wants to know, is there a particular salah that you can make for the adab of the cover and how often can one do it Mufti? What the person actually is asking for, how can they read some dua or salat for protection? So what you need to do is read your five daily salat and on time and read the following dua. Rabbana atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasanata wa qina adab al-nar. Daily after Maghrib, after Isha, after Zohar, you can just read two rakat salat extra. Ya Allah, you protect me from the adab, qabr, and punishment of the year after. So all that will be permissible. The Quran Karim states, "Wasta'inu bi was salat." That seek divine assistance through patience and through salat. Next question, Mufti. Once uh, uh, listener wants to know, can Muslims also become organ donors, seeing that we receive organs? Remember, in Islam, regarding organ donors, our fatwa is that it is permissible with certain conditions. You cannot sell it, one. Number two, it must not be such an organ that you die in the process. For example, you donate your heart or something and you will die. So if it is something that you can donate free and you know that you will still live, inshallah, so that is fine and permissible. Some other ulama say not permissible, but we say Quran states, who gives life and saves the life is like saving the whole of humanity so we become an ummah that is you know uh, asset to humanity so in that way we should try and help everyone it's not necessary the organ we give must be used by muslims only it can be used by muslim or non-muslim 
Shukran Mufti, next question. Uh, Mufti, I found out that my husband is uh, seeing a married woman over two years now. She knew he was married and she was, uh, at the time they met, firstly, how could he even think of me uh, divorce? So what grounds do I have uh, for a fasakh now finding out uh, of what you've done, Mufti? My advice to you, sister, obviously what your husband has done is absolutely haram. He has destroyed your marriage and your trust and betrayed that. So my first advice to you is speak to him, see what he says. If he really shows remorse and regret and he he wants to reconcile, then you should reconsider. Maybe you forgive him because it's not only your life, you have children and so forth. Secondly, if you feel you can't forgive him, no one can blame you, then you request a talaq and a divorce from him. And if he is stubborn and obstinate and does not want to give you a talaq, then you go to the MJC or ulama in your area and you then go and apply for a fasakh. Then they, they will investigate the matter. So these are the options open to you, sister. Now, Mufti, next question. What are the rewards? Are the rewards for making salah on the outside of Masjid al-Haram and uh, also the surrounding areas around the actual uh, Haram, Mufti? First and foremost, we must remember in any masjid in the world, Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Khairu sufufi rijal awwaluha wa sharruha akhiruha." The best serve for the Muslim man is the one right in front. And the worst serve for the man is the one right at the back. So, and so it shows that the nearer we are to the imam, the more reward we get. And for the females, the more the back they are, and so forth, then that is the best serve for them. So nevertheless, in the Haram Sharif in Makkah Mukarramah, because the crowds are so big, so sometimes, especially now with the construction, so Jumma and so forth, the Jumma before Arafat, the second of Zilhijjah, so over one and quarter million people were there. So obviously you can't all fit in the masjid, so you read in the courtyards and in the gullies and alleys, they will get the same reward, 100,000 reward, and that is the mercy of all, Allah, Jalla Wala. Now, Mufti, is it permissible for males and females to sit in the same class and learn deen? It doesn't say whether they're sitting next to each other, but uh, in the same class, Mufti. It is not permissible. Remember that there must be some partition, some barrier, because Quran Karim states, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 30 and verse 31, Tell the believing men that they must lower their gaze and protect their private part. The next verse, tell the believing women that they must lower their gazes and protect their private part. So Islam does not allow intermingling like that. Remember, because today we can just see the results that in some countries, France and others, Argentina and so forth, you find that more than 50% of the children now are illegitimate. And everything starts from there. Remember from the young age. So Islam promotes and advocates a pure and a chaste society. Shikhan, next question, Mufti. Can Mufti please explain the difference between Akika and Qurbani and the different way that one should be distributing uh, the meat, Mufti? 
Regarding Aqiqah, it is on the seventh day. Today, mashallah, is Thursday, and the wife gave birth. So next week, Wednesday, is the seventh day. So that is the day you make the Aqiqah, two goats or two sheep for a boy, and one goat or one sheep for a girl. So that is Aqiqah. And regarding Qurbani, that you slaughter on the 10th or 11th or 12th of Zilhijjah. Imam Shafi says even on the 13th from the four schools, only Imam Shafi says on the 13th of Zilhijjah you can slaughter for Qurbani purposes. So that is then we commemorate the sacrifice which Nabi Ibrahim, Nabi Ismail alayhi salatu salam made. Regarding the Atika al-Imam al-Shafi'i, rahimahullah, the genius he was, he said we should not make it into small, small, tiny pieces, leave it as big, big chunks, and this is tafa'ul. Tafa'ul means a good omen. Ya Allah, never let our beloved child, son, daughter be involved in an accident and so forth, where the body is in pieces and so forth. And Qurbani, mashallah, you give it out in three parts. One part you keep, one to your family, and friends, one to the poor people. So in that way, Abiyam Shafi says that in Qurbani, the meat must be given to Muslims only and not non-Muslims. The Hanafis say it can be given to Muslims and non-Muslims, the Qurbani meat. So there are slight differences. Shikhan, indeed, the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain, we are just going to take our last question and then we'll break for Maghrib on the side of Mufti, inshallah. And that question, it says, Mufti, our local masjid, every Thursday evening, we have a dhikr but play drums loud. Loudly, uh, when they do the dhikr, is that permissible to have dhikr as uh, drums as part of the dhikr? Yeah, there are two separate issues. One is dhikr, that is excellent. Quran Karim states, Wala zikrullah akbar. The remembrance and zikr of Allah is the greatest thing. Wazakirin Allah kathira wazakirat. Those men and those women who remember all Almighty Allah abundantly. So no one can prevent you from zikr. But when we bring drums and all that, and more so in a masjid, that definitely is not permissible. Remember that Sufi silsila, sometimes they do these things, but that does not mean it is permissible. So to taint the zikr with drums, that is not permissible. Shukran indeed, Mufti. We're going to leave it there, inshallah. And Mufti is going to do his uh, maghrib, and then we'll be back in about 10 minutes time, inshallah. Of course, uh, the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein uh, on the line there from Johannesburg, but you can continue sending in your SMSs, uh, your questions uh, via the SMS line on 47913. That is uh, 47913. And uh, remember, SMSs are charged at 150. <laughs> Can we continue now with Q&A on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid. And uh, back online, uh, the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain continue sending in uh, your SMSs. I see that quite a few has come through already to the number 47913. That is uh, 47913. Going straight into our next question, it says, Mufti, I have two married daughters. How will my will apply according to Sharia, Mufti? 
It depends who's asking the question. If the husband, the father is asking, so when he passes away, then his wife will receive 12.5%, and the two daughters will receive two-thirds. Now, we don't know if his parents are alive or not. If the parents are alive, then they will get 1616. So it's all, as you know, it just depends now. We must get all the A's. Mm -hmm. And if the wife passes away, then the husband will inherit 25%, and then the two daughters, two-thirds, then again the same issue. Are the parents alive or not? So we need to know that. If there's no parents, then the deceased siblings will inherit. Shikhan Mufti, uh, my khayd was cleared on Monday. I performed ghuzl, made fajr at work, I, and uh, rather made fajr, and at work I saw a little brown again. Must I stop uh, performing salah and uh, perform ghuzl again? According to the Shafi'is, you work with the Mi'is bil alwan, which means that you, when you saw that color, that brown is discharged, then what do you call it? Will you say it is that heavy flow, that it is the normal color of your menses or not? If it is the normal color of your menses, then you will consider it menses. If it is not the normal color of your menses, then you will consider it istihada. And if it's istihada, then you continue with your salat. But for every salat, then you make a fresh wudu if they discharge all the time or most of the time. And if it is your menses, then obviously there won't be salat, but you will have to then repeat the ghusl when you are totally clean. Now, Mufti, uh, is there a dua that we can make uh, for the protection of one's property, your, for example, your house, your car, etc., from vandalism and damage and theft, Mufti? Excellent question, brother, sister. I want each one of you, the esteemed listeners of Voice of the Cape, inshallah, brother Muhammad Zain and the team there can then, inshallah, record it and um. then play it many times. Ma'akil bin Yasar radiallahu ta'ala who came to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam and expressed the same sentiments that I fear for my life, I fear for this, for that. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam rahmatulil alameen said, O Ma'akil radiallahu anh, every morning after Fajr, read the following thrice. Every day after Maghrib, you read the following dua thrice. All Maitya Allah will protect you. And the hadith is mentioned in Kanzul Ummal. So what is the dua? Bismillah ala dini wa nafsi wa ahli wa waladi wa mali. Five things. Bismillah we all know. Ala dini in the name of Allah you protect my religion ya Allah. Wa nafsi you protect my life. Wa ahli you protect my wife, my family. And you protect wa waladi, my children, wa mali, my cars, my my assets, my shop, my house, all that will come in. So one more time, Bismillah ala dini wa nafsi wa ahli wa waladi wa mali. Wonderful, beautiful dua. Learn it, my dear brother, sister. And tonight after Maghrib, inshallah, you start reading it twice. I mean, inshallah, shukran for that, Mufti. Uh, next question, it says, uh, Mufti said with interest you can pay off your bond, but what if uh, you're almost at the end of your bond and there's only 40,000 left? I've always heard that they deduct the interest first of the bond. What is, uh, if the interest portion is already deducted, is it still fine to pay the interest money on the balance of the bond? 
We just need to rephrase the question. It was said, Mufti said, you can pay with interest the bond. I didn't say you can pay with interest the bond. We said you can pay with interest that the interest they charge on the bond, not the capital amount. So that will answer the question already. So if 40,000 is left and that is the principal amount, the capital amount, no interest there, then you cannot use interest money to pay that. But if there is 40,000 capital and 4,000, 3,000 interest, then with interest money you can pay the three, 4,000 rand, that is interest. So we need to just be clear on that issue. So I'm, also, I'm in desperate need of another job. What do I can I make and when is the best time to make dua, Mufti? The best time to make dua, you asked it on a wonderful occasion. Inshallah, tomorrow, my brother, you wake up 3, 4 o'clock, tahajjud time, and then you cry to Allah. You read, Ya Basitu, Ya Basitu, Ya Basitu. Allah is the one who increases the risk. Read Layla Fikurayshin. And tomorrow, Jumma, Friday, between Asr and Maghrib, you make dua. All but Allah will give you a good job, Inshallah. Now, Mufti, uh, going on to our, our next question, it says, Salaam alaikum, Mufti. Can Mufti please explain uh, that when a Muslim makes a promise and take an oath that she will return that money that her children has <coughs> taken without the knowledge of the owner of the money, does it not become compulsory for a Muslim to fulfill that promise? Obviously, it becomes compulsory. The Quran Karim states in Surah 5, verse 1, you must fulfill your contracts, your obligations. So whenever we promise that we're going to pay, then we must pay. And whatever else promises we made, we must comply with it. Shukran indeed. <laughs> Obviously that cough that returned from uh, Mecca, from the hot weather to the uh, slightly cooler weather in uh, South Africa. Uh, but nevertheless, inshallah, will make it easy for Mufti. Next question, it says, why does foreigner Muslims call uh, South African Muslim women Jahannam, ticket to Jahannam and go marry women of the, the age of their own country, Mufti? <laughs> Obviously, they might have had a bad experience with one, two women. You can't generalize. You know, that's totally incorrect to say every woman is going to Jahannam and so forth, and especially South African women. I heard one person saying, telling us the South African women are going to be the cooks in Jannah. So I asked why. He <laughs> say South African women. Women cook the best food in the world, you know. <laughs> so they're going to be cooked there. So imagine you get the cook sisters and others there in Jannah also, inshallah. Shukran indeed. Uh, next question, Mufti. It says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, I've given my wife three talaks at once out of anger, but I didn't know that all three talaks at once was permissible. We are still uh, together and my wife is expecting a baby. Please give some advice. Uh, we'll give advice to this brother after this. <laughs> Welcome back. We continue now with Q&A on uh, The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. You can still send in your SMSs on the number 47913. Whatever we can't deal with this evening, we'll definitely stand over for next week, inshallah. We'll go first in the queue. Well, the question we posed, Mufti, before the break, it says, Mufti, I've given my wife three talaks at once out of anger, but I did not know that all three talaks at once was permissible. We are still together, and my wife is expecting a baby. Can Mufti please give some advice? A very sad situation, brother. You know that ignorance of the law is not an excuse. 
And when you study the Quran, Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 230, then you know that three talaq will be the third talaq. So all three talaqs are valid, and that is the verdict of all four schools, the Shafi'is, the Malikis, the Hanbalis, the Hanafis. And now you and your wife have to separate. You can't be living in that one home in the same bedroom and sharing all that. And your iddat for the wife will be the delivery of the baby. So what that is the verdict according to all four schools. My advice to you, brother, immediately you have to move out from that home. Should we move to your next question? It says, when I follow the Imam, must I recite Surah Fatiha? Sometimes it is difficult to recite and to listen to the Surah being recited as well. According to the Shafi'is, the Musalli, the Muqtadi, although you're reading behind the Imam, you also must read the Surah Fatiha because La Salata Illa Bi Fatiha Til Kitab is authentic hadith in Bukhari, Muslim, all the famous hadith works. The Hanafis only say that when you read behind the Imam, then you will not read Surah Fatiha at all in any Salat. So that is the Hanafi school. So what you should do is, when the Imam pauses, then at that time they try and read the Surah Fatiha. Next question, Mufti. My wife told me that she's pregnant from another married man. I don't want her anymore. Am I right? 100% 100% you have the right and you can divorce her and should divorce her because now she's admitting that she had an adulterous affair with another person. Obviously, why should you now keep such a wife? So you divorce her and tell her she go her way and you go your way. Uh, next question, is it haram for, uh, or frowned upon for Muslims to whistle as our little girls are told not to whistle at all? Can Mufti please give some advice? Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla speaks of it in the Noble Quran. The non-Muslims, the Mushrikeen and polytheists at that time, وَمَا كَانَ صَلَاتُهُمْ إِنَّ الْبَيْتِ إِلَّا مُكَاءُ That when they used to make tawaf around the Baytullah, the non-Muslims, then they used to clap their hands and they used to whistle. So therefore the ulama have written, it is not a good thing for us as Muslims to do so. If you want a reference of this, Surah 8, Surah Anfal, and verse number 35, all Mithya Allah has mentioned. Uh, next question, it says, can Mufti please give Mufti's opinion on uh, ISIS? Remember that ISIS and so forth, the knowledge that we have regarding them, it seems that they are also an agent of the West and so forth, because what is happening, they are killing so many innocent people. In Islam, we are not allowed to do that, and they are tarnishing the great name of Islam. If you look at the TVs today, the media, then people feel if this is Islam, then how can this be a religion? So therefore, we totally disagree with the tactics of ISIS and say that their actions are un-Islamic. And this question, it says, uh, uh, can a woman, a Muslim woman, perform Qurbani herself, Mufti? Yes, 100%, provided that she knows how to slaughter. She won't be slaughtering and cutting her own fingers and all those, you know. <laughs> so if she knows how to slaughter, mashallah, no problem. And then uh, the SMS that came through very quickly, it says, uh, Mufti, uh, would Mufti please just uh, repeat the dua for the property and the car for the protection of that, please? Bismillah ala dini wa nafsi. Wa ahli wa waladi wa mali. One more time. Bismillah ala dini. Ya Allah, you protect my deen, my religion. Wa nafsi, and that is my life. Wa ahli, my wife, my family, my husband. And then wa waladi, my children, grandchildren. 
Wamali, my wealth, my assets, and everything else. So that is a very comprehensive dua. Thrice after Fajr daily, thrice after Maghrib daily. Inshallah, I think what I'll do is I'll ask uh, Mishka to put it on Iona FM, and then listeners can download it or listen to it there. Inshallah, we'll do that uh, hopefully uh, sometime uh, during tomorrow. Inshallah. Then the next question, a lady wants to know. She says, if uh, uh, her mother tells her that uh, they never performed akika for her, can she have akika? Performed for her, even though she's over 30 years of age, Mufti? According to Al Imam Shafi'i, he states that the ending time for Akika is where the time, once you become mature and attain the age of puberty, then there is no Akika. Hanafis say as long as you're alive, you can do it. So the person is 20, 30, 40 years old and maybe ask the parents and whoever they said they didn't do it, so then you can do it. So if you do it, it's fine, especially according to the Hanafi school. Shukran. And then the next question, it says, I have just returned from Hajj. Uh, Mufti, please some advice to keep this wonderful feeling and nur that I have forever. Subhanallah, beautiful, wonderful question. First answer will be to the Haji brother, sister, continuously making the dua. Allah maj'alha hajjatan mabrura. Oh Allah, make this hajj that we perform a good, pious hajj and an acceptable hajj. Second one is how do we know our hajj is accepted? Al-hasana to bad al-hasana. You continue with all the good deeds. You know five times salat we have to read. We know we have to stay away from the haram things and haram places. So once you start doing all that, then you will maintain the nur and effulgence and the radiance, inshallah. Inshallah, shukran indeed, Mufti. That concludes all our questions this evening. We've got about three, four minutes left for some beautiful nasikha to end of the program. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. With a very sad heart, I have to say this, my dear listeners of Voice of the Cape, I don't know if you get the Citizen newspaper there, but today in our copies here of the Citizen, they have a big article, and I'm sure in some newspapers there, that uh, one of the ministers of the apartheid regime of Israel has said, if Jews cannot pray in that Masjid al-Aqsa compound and only Muslims want to pray, then they are going to close down this compound. I beg you, I appeal to you, oh my dear brother, sister, just now will be your Maghrib time there in Cape Town. So after Maghrib Salat, it is Laylatul Jumu'ah. Read two rakat Salat, all of us, and say, Ya Allah, protect the Haramain Sharifain, Makkah Mukarramah, protect Masjid al-Aqsa, all those who are trying to destroy Masjid al-Aqsa, and they are harming the Muslims. They're not even allowing Muslims to go inside now. So you must remember there are big scuffles and problems going on. Allahumma alayka bil Yahudis zalimeen. Allahumma alayka bil Yahudis zalimeen. Cry, beg to Almighty Allah. You took out a march of 100,000 in Cape Town. But see, the battle must continue. We have to show the world who the real terrorists are. We have to show the world that who are the real occupiers. They want to steal our first Qibla away from us. Oh, Muslim, I beg you that please.
police, mashallah, some of our brothers and sisters are still there. Yesterday I met a person, he said, my children are not even living in Jerusalem, they are staying in Bethlehem because of all these problems, and then every day they come in. So my brother and sister, I beg you, whatever we can do for Apsa, our du'as, and creating awareness, and speaking about it, you, the respected imams and shaykh mashayikh, tomorrow your Jummah, wherever you are in Cape Town and surrounding, you must dedicate this Jummah to Majidul Aqsa. We will have to liberate it and show the Jews and the Zionists as apartheid collapse, we will bring down the Zionist regime with their terrorist policies. May all Allah protect our first Qibla. May all Allah return it to his former glory and may all Allah use us for the khidmat of his deen. Barakallahu feekum. Jazakallahu khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran indeed, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Allah protect and guide you, inshallah. And as always, uh, we appreciate uh, your input uh, for the people of Cape Town. Assalamu alaikum. Well, that was uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain there on the line and, of course, answering your questions. Whatever questions we couldn't answer, uh, we will definitely put that first in line for next week. And, of course, uh, we say a big shukran to all of you for tuning in and, of course, for especially for those sending in their questions as well this evening.